It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So sit back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. On this is Phil Armstrong, and we are going to have a uh, show dealing with redeeming the time because the days are evil. Uh, Ephesians five sixteen states that uh, the days are evil, but you don't need a college degree to figure that out, and you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure out that the days that we're living in is evil. Um, redeeming the time what does that mean when you hear that redeeming the time um, if you were to redeem a coupon at your local uh, Walmart that means that you will cash it in um, if you were given a second chance to take an exam and you were able to redeem that, uh, that exam uh, for a new grade that will be considered replacing the old for the new. If Jesus was coming back this year, what would you do differently? In other words, if, if Jesus was going to come back after ending the spring feast 2,000 years ago, and this fall he was going to come back to conclude the church age, what would you do? Peter says that judgment will begin in the house of the Lord. Now, what you do for this earth, what you do for yourself, for your family, which is important, well, especially your family, what you do as far as how many degrees you get or what job you have or how much money you have makes no difference in eternity. Uh, unless it's done for the purpose 
of the cross. Because when you look at it, everybody has to die. Everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to pass the threshold of death. You can't stop that. That's one thing you can't avoid is some people say death and income taxes. I can add a few more things on there, including sorrow. But a lot of people um, want to leave that one off. Uh, A lot of churches these days, a lot of... um, um, of the church environment these days are uh, telling you that you need to fulfill your purpose now. And that is a touchy situation, especially with the title of this program, Redeeming Your Time, Redeeming Your Time. Uh Uh-oh, I just said Redeeming Your Time. Because when you get that coupon and you redeem that coupon, that's your coupon. But we want to focus in today on redeeming the time for God. And the number one thing that God spoke of uh, in Matthew 28 is to go ye forth and make disciples. Uh, And that is for every Christian, not just those who... uh, have a college education. Seminary, what does that do for people? Makes them either smarter or dumber. Everybody is intelligent when you come from a seminary, else you wouldn't uh, pass the classes. And that was not my intent to say smarter or dumber. But if you are not going to go to Bible college with the intent of learning and coming closer to God, then you fail your purpose for going to seminary or going to Bible college. It should be first and foremost to get closer to God. And then it should be to learn. These days, the Bible, what the Bible said in the last days that knowledge will increase. And as it increase, we have to be careful that knowledge does not become our our uh, all-encompassing um, value of ourselves, meaning the more you know, the more you think you are uh, or have arrived, or the more you know, the closer you are to God. It's, which, it's, not, it's not how much you know, it's what you know. Uh, Galatians chapter 1 and I always bring this up on almost every other show. It says if you preach a, any other gospel, but the one that you are uh, that you have heard from the disciples and the apostles, you are accursed. So it goes back to redeeming the time. Psalms thirty-seven twenty-seven says, "Depart from evil and do good." Psalms forty. Verse eight says, "I delight to do the will." Oh, to do. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me start back up. I delight to do Thy will, O oh my God. Yea, Thy law is within my heart. And when you redeem the time, those two things must be equated in the process. Meaning to do as Jesus, do as Peter said, uh, "Be holy, for I am holy," and that is God talking. 
Jesus was holy. He's holy. And some people say, well, how can you be holy when there was only one person that was holy, which is Jesus Christ who walked the face of the earth? Be holy in your conduct. Practice walking like Jesus did. Practice walking. Now, people say, well, I can't help doing this and I can't help doing that. There's a lot of people with testimonies, including myself, who's, who who have been through some of the things that you have been addicted to, which is pornography, alcohol, um, all of those things, um, anger. And some of those things, God is still working on this. But the objective is to practice. Um, just as a doctor would practice medicine or uh, even a bus driver would practice being a bus driver, we're to practice walking righteously with integrity. And that is that that comes from Psalms thirty seven twenty seven, that's why I said that. And um Psalms forty eight, it says, I delight to do the will, thy will, God. And that's the purpose that we have. We're we're here to do God's purpose, not our own. And there's a lot of people telling you that you find your purpose especially black women when you hear these shows and the like, you go sister, you show you you do it girl. You you your purpose is to you know, your purpose is to do God's will, your purpose is to submit to God. That's your purpose. And it's an awesome purpose. Because we are standing in front of the 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 king of the universe, the creator of the galaxies, the creator of everything that that you that you have ever felt, touched or looked at. The creator of everything that ever existed, and and to do His will says, in a piece of scripture says, "I delight to do Thy will, O Lord." And to to do God's will, um, and you if you delight to do God's will, you it, it's if you it says delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the treasures of your heart. Well. Technically, if you delight yourself in the Lord, you end up with His with His treasures of of His heart, of God's heart. Um, it talks about storing up treasures in heaven, not on earth, where moss and rust will corrupt it. We only got one life. We only live one life, and this life is in Jesus. God's son. We are told uh, that we should redeem the time. Now, as far as uh, what's going on in, in in the world itself, there's a d- division that's going on right now, and it, it's in. It's a division of geopolitical, geoeconomical, georeligious, geo geo everything is is, is setting itself up for uh, the coming of the Lord. We don't know when. It could be next year. It can be two years from here. It can be this year. Which um, there's birth pains. You got to remember the birth pains. So what does that have to do with redeeming the time? Well, I'll tell you what it has to do. All the signs are there. And you got the it's, it's, it's as if we have a uh, cheat sheet, and that cheat sheet says, "Here's all the signs. Here's all the red flags. Redeem the time." 
because the days are evil. Now, you've heard of people eating them, eating each other, roommates eating, roommates, um, a homeless man getting eaten up by somebody supposed to be on bath salt and lady eating a baby. I mean, over here in Spokane, we find dead bodies all over the place. The lady goes out to walk her dog and somebody decides to stab her for no, just because. Just because. I'm pretty sure he he's a crazy, the person who did it to her is either crazy or he just felt like doing it. That's how evil it is nowadays. People just feel like doing it. I mean, but it's not like we woke up and it was, you know, it was just as evil. It's it's been it's been gradually but quickly moving into an evil state. The Bible says that uh, the church will be taken out when evil meets its match. I know y'all probably hear me clicking on the table, my paper. I I, I hear that on. I, I got a habit of doing that. I got to stop that. Um, so the end time scenario is set. We must redeem the time. And the time we're redeeming is to do God's will and to live holy. Another way to redeem God's time is through his will, proclaim the gospel. And when you're doing, when you, when the first two things that I said, doing his will and um, living holy, will set your course for what you're going to do um, in the future, in the near future. But um, to do God's will means to do what he says in, in, in his word. And for us to find the purpose that God wants us to do, Ask him, pray, pray to him at night, pray to him in the morning, pray to him and ask him, what is, what am I supposed to be doing that's different from the next guy? Because you know you're supposed to be doing the general will of God that's found in the New Testament, found in the Old Testament. But generally, you can get away with looking at the New Testament for his will, especially through the words of Jesus himself. <coughs> but... In redeeming the time, as far as souls, as far as your next door neighbor and your friend down the street or your boyfriend or, or fiance or or who ain't saved or some military, you know, your military comrades or your fellow students in high school or college, um, you have to have a burden for them. And if you have God's heart, you're going to have a burden for them. But if you don't, if you feel like you're cold, ask, pray. Pray to God. Because I did that. I felt like I was kind of cold towards. I was. I felt like I was judgmental. Not the, you know, not Matthew 7, judge not lest you be judged type. I just felt like I was impatient with people. You know, somebody cut in front of me in the line. They didn't mean to do it. And I'm like, oh. You know, and it's quick. You don't know you're doing it. And you feel that. And, and then you catch it. You say, man, I feel a burning urge to just slap this person on the side of the back of the head. But, you you, you know, I've prayed. For, well, that was a while back when I was doing that. But I prayed to God, man, give me a compassion for people, a patience for people, including my kids, including my kids. And um, that's what happened, you know. I still kind of get impatient. 
sometime, but I have to remember uh, that God, Jesus, died for for my sins. And if you look at the whole scenario of Christ going to the cross, or even before that, just think of all the people he had to deal with. Um, and I'm pretty sure people said some smart comments, like first, first, you know, remember he fed the six thousand. And he said to, him, to, say to the 6,000, he said, you guys see these miracles. And he said, uh, you know, you come for, do you come for the food or do you come for the miracle? <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure there's some smart Alex that was in that audience. Jesus probably had to deal with a lot. He had compassion for people. He had compassion for the lost. Um, and that's what he was full of, compassion. And see, the Holy Spirit, once it comes and resides inside of your heart, inside of your 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 inner core of your being, um, and people, people, we gotta people real believe that he he, especially back in the back east, um, some of the Baptist churches don't even mention the Holy Spirit. Southern Baptists do. But um, in the Old Testament, he came upon people. He came upon the body. And in the New Testament, he resides in you. And that is the hope of glory, the Holy Spirit living in you, God himself. And I can't explain the Trinity, but it's kind of, uh, the best way I can explain it is kind of like an ice cube. You got solid, you got steam, and you got liquid. And they... they Three work it's one when you when you, uh, you freeze it up it's an ice cube uh, most of creation is dealt in with three processes. I know we got three processes the we got the body, the soul, and the spirit uh, and we're made in God's image, so I don't know if that was what God was saying is that he's made up of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit we made up three portions ourselves. Or were we just made in the image of God as, as if he's, you know, he got hands and feet. And, and, and the Bible talks about God's hands and feet, but I won't go to the point where some of those ministries talk about, you can measure the span of God's hands by nine inches. Now, if God's going <laughs> to be omnipresent, his hands aren't nine inches. <laughs> um that is kind of funny. Uh, but redeeming the time is, is I mean, folks, that's why he gave the parable of one person coming in at work at 6 o'clock in the morning, another person at 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, um, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the evening, Nine o'clock, and then at pay time, all the workers came to the boss and asked for wages, and everybody got the same wages. Well, the thief on the cross can't get down; he couldn't get down to get to to do anything. And I don't know if that was a blessing or a curse, but I, you know it's a curse. You know, doggone well, it's a blessing because he he's in heaven. He's in, he's he's made it. And that's how life is. Some people say, well, there is no such thing as deathbed repentance. I wouldn't risk it. 
I wouldn't wait until I would get on my deathbed. But if I'm on my deathbed and somebody says, would you like to get saved? Yes, I would. No, I would like to just smoke in hell. No, I would like to get saved. Yeah, that's that would be me. I would, I would like to hear the God. I would hear, hear it. Blessed is the man who actually doesn't have a whole bunch of people around him who don't believe in Jesus. Um, that's a sad story, folks. Creation um, is a beautiful thing, but mankind is a sad story when you when you look at it all the face value. I look at I look at a lot of things with the glass half full, but when it comes to man's existence and a in how we got one life to live, and it, it's sort of like to me we live in a matrix where a person can walk around for 75 years, 45 years, some people die earlier, 35 years, and what they don't know is when they're, take a young person, for instance, who has no idea they're going to live to be 75. They go on through their lives not knowing that eventually they have to make a decision to either go to heaven or hell. And when you're in a crowded place, look at these people. Look at the people at a football game. You go to a football game, or you go to your your daughter's graduation, or you go you go you go out of town, and you go to the airport. Look at people. They some people. The devil has blinded people's eyes, and they have no idea they have a choice. They're going to have to have a choice, and they're going to have to pick behind door number one. Because the behind door number two is. And three and four and five and six is a bad decision. And that's sad. I have relatives who passed away. Uh, I've had friends who passed away, military personnel, and I hear people die every day. And they have to make that choice. And the devil's objective is to keep them from the truth. And see, when you redeem the time, you're saying to God and you're saying to yourself and you're making an obligation to mankind because God so loved the world to go out and bring this revelation to man because you understand what is at stake. And what is at stake, my friend, is the souls of men, women, and children. You want to be a part of the Great Commission. Uh, I heard today that they changed the Southern Baptist Convention to the Great Commission something, and they in the, and they did a survey. Who likes this, this? You know, the Great Commission name, and a lot of them say no. I would have said, man, you crazy. The Great Commission is the greatest thing. That's exactly what it is. I don't know if the Bible actually calls it that, but whoever slapped the word great on there should be great. Is our aim to please our relatives, to make them think that we're doing great because we married somebody's daughter? Is our aim to please ourselves because it just feels good? Is our aim because we are men and we're who and we want to see if we can make more money than our 
our relatives down the street, or our friends next door? Or is our chief aim to please the Master, to please Jesus, to please God the Father? Because he wants to redeem the time. He wants to work through you. He wants to take you and lead you by his spirit. And, and the same power that was that caused Jesus to be resurrected from the dead is the same power that God wants to give you to manifest himself and for you to be the light and for you to be the salt of this world. Time is running out, folks. And we must see the picture. And the picture must be understood that men and women and children have, especially men and women who are over the age of accountability, will have to make the decision. And then that decision is based on knowledge. And if the knowledge is blocked, the Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's also distorted knowledge. And the devil's processes is to blind the eyes of man. But see, my friend, God is choosing the foolish things to confound the wise. He's choosing the lower side to confound those who think that they're brilliant. I have a relative say, well, yeah, he needs to go to college before he does this preaching stuff. Well, you, you show me. I mean, I'm going to college. I'm not going to go because you want me to. You're going to bury your treasures. Well, I just thought that we had to go to, to college first. Sowing where you did not sow, Jesus, and weeping where you did not reap. That means the Holy Spirit did not have enough power to help me preach the gospel. You're supposed to have... Uh, a license to get on blog talk radio. Any moron, and I'm not calling myself moron, any more idiot can get on blog talk radio. I don't care. I enjoy it. As a matter of fact, I'm going on YouTube. My goal is to have 200 videos between 5 and 20 minutes before September. Of course, I'm probably slothful. I read the word slothful. And, 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 um, Proverbs, I didn't get a chance to write it down and try to, you know, meditate on it before I come on the show. But I would like to continue doing this every um, Sunday night. Well, not Sunday night. I probably move this to Tuesday and talk about redeeming time, being slothful. I like naps. I love taking naps, folks. I love taking naps. I, you can ask my wife. I take two. That's why I probably look a little bit younger than I'm supposed to be. I'm 43 years old, but I look younger I don't look all old because I take my nap, so I do stay up late sometimes. Um, and 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 it takes it's going to take that much time to stay up late and to pray and to read your Bible and to, and to seek the Lord. The Bible talks about seeking the Lord where He be fine, and and that's the main thing I'm going to talk about next time. But that's that's big to seek God's face. That's bigger than every all of it. Because you, you, you want that relationship. That's how you redeem the time. Redeeming the time does not require work. It requires seeking the Lord, getting close to the Lord, so you can redeem the time through his power. If you're going to redeem the time, it has to be through God's strength. Imagine if Moses decided he wanted to cross the Red Sea without God's power. We do that every day. We want to have these ministries on Blog Talk, YouTube. You can get you can you can talk to thousands of people, millions of people probably, 
But if you if you if you don't have Jesus as your personal savior, you know, then we should be seeking the Lord's face and ask him to to give us the strength um to live as our our savior and our lord. Um and that and that's what I want to ask y'all tonight. I mean, if if you believe that what I'm saying is true, and you can check it out in the Word of God yourself, that God is coming back, and He's coming back for you, and He wants to He wants to have you at the marriage supper of the Lamb. He wants to have you in heaven, uh, and that time is coming, folks. I'm not gonna put a date on it, but I sniff it, I smell it. Jesus is coming back soon, and His reward is with Him. And he's coming to execute judgment upon those who don't want nothing to do with him. And the Bible says that the evil, the wicked, forget God all day long. You go to you go to church on Sundays and they come back and they forget God throughout the week. We can't do that. We have to have our daily relationships. The Bible says pick up our cross daily and follow him. That includes the relationship. You're not gonna pick up a cross and go up to the crucifixion and and you don't have a relationship. Now, the guy that carried Jesus' cross even had a relationship. I definitely know he went to get saved after he got done. Jesus is coming back. And the Bible talks about judgment shall begin in the house of the Lord. Let's redeem the time, folks. Starting off by making sure that we're born again. The Bible says examine yourself and make sure you're in the faith. It says, um, if a brother thinks he stands, let him check himself just in case he falls. That means daily repentance. First John 1, 8 and 1, 9 talks about daily repentance. I'm going to go ahead and play my theme song. God bless y'all. Our show is going to be from 15 minutes to 30 minutes every day. And so one day a week, we're going to do two hours with, um, with the guests. Um, probably once every two weeks because my wife, my schedule is all messed up. Anyway, God bless y'all. Um, my wife does work, so <laughs> um, God bless y'all. Y'all have a wonderful night. Enter the zone, the prophecy zone. Your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie, and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.